Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio on Voice America. We make healthy relationships simple and easy so when you know better, you can do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're excited to be here with you guys today. So today's show, Kim, we're really focusing on how to be happier. Now, what a relevant topic for every person, regardless of where they are in their life, their age, whether they're single, they're in a relationship. How do we be more happy? And, Nicole, we're not only going to talk about how to get there, but why we're talking about happiness on Relationship Radio and why it's such a big factor in the health of our relationships. Our happiness affects the quality of every one of those relationships in our life. Yeah, so we unfortunately see the the negative end of this when, when people don't do this right, don't we, Kim? So we work with a lot of couples. We work with a lot of uh, relationships, even in the workplace, where other people don't take responsibility for their own happiness and they project it onto others. Yeah, let, let's talk for a second about how you showing up unhappy affects everybody around you and, and why it's a problem. Because I think a lot of us feel like, well, my life's been hard. I can't help it. I'm, I'm in a negative state right now. I don't feel happy about my life. And, and the way we show up in those relationships, whether it's at home or work, is dramatically different. And don't you think a lot of it has to do with when when you're unhappy, naturally your focus is largely on yourself? Yeah, absolutely. We talk about this a lot here at Relationship Radio that we're either in a balanced or an unbalanced state. And one of the qualities of being in an unbalanced state is being unhappy, where it's all about you. You can't get out of your own misery, so to speak. Um you're in a place constantly where your needs and what's most important to you are top priority. So in that unbalanced state, you, you can't look outside of yourself a lot of the time. Whereas when you're in a balanced state, you're in a position where you can see things accurately, you can respond accurately, and you actually have the potential to show up differently and more loving, more compassionate, and more allowing for other people. Right. So if you're unhappy about yourself or your life on any level, your focus is going to be largely on trying to fix that, which means it's it's a focus on you. And you can't do that and show up with love focused on other people. So you're really creating a relationship without a lot of love in it if you, if you show up unhappy every day. Yeah. Now, some people feel like they're just really stuck, right? We, we work with this as well. Say, well, you don't know what's happened to me. And of course, I'm unhappy. And if this happened to you, you'd be unhappy too, right? And we need to, to put out there that sometimes people are stuck in a state that is unbalanced. And it's really important that then we, they get the help they need and they're actually reaching out to get new skills, new tools. Sometimes they need to see their doctor, Kim, to actually get that stuff addressed. Maybe there's a chemical imbalance there because if you're not able to apply these things and actually move out of that unbalanced state where you can show up differently, then really it becomes a a toxic situation where your unhappiness will actually influence every relationship in your life. Okay, so Nicole, let's talk a little bit about how when you're unhappy, you tend to kind of depend or expect the people around you to make you feel better. 
And and I think you and I both agree, this is one of the biggest problems we see in a lot of marriages with the clients we work with, that I'm unhappy and I'm so angry at you that you're not making me happier. And we tend to kind of project whatever's going on inside of us onto the people in our life. So we blame them. We blame them and we're angry at them that we're not happy. Talk a little bit about why that is completely unfair. Yeah, I actually think about a bucket that's broken, right? And if you're filling a bucket up that's broken with water, then the water leaks out of it. But we still look for the bucket to be filled up, right? So this is what happens is that, and we're not saying you're broken by any means, but it's it's that there's something within you that's not quite right, that, that you need to make some different decisions, place some boundaries, make some different choices for yourself. But if you're not actually fixing that leaky bucket, you're just going around to everyone in your life, everyone in your family saying, hey, my bucket's empty, right? You've got to fill it. it. You've got to pour into me. Eventually, people finally get a little tired of doing that, right? And that's sometimes when people need it the most, right? (laughs) Sometimes when you have got a crack at the bucket, you need people to show up differently. But if you've done that for a long time, people can get a little fed up in actually pouring into that bucket. So every person truly has to hold their own responsibility about being whole and sound in order for us to be able to then live harmoniously with others. So we want everybody listening to this show to kind of take stock for a minute Do you ever feel disappointed or angry, bothered with somebody in your life because you don't feel like they're making you feel good about yourself? They're not validating you enough. They're not spending time with you. Whatever it is, you're not happy with yourself or your life on some level. And are you blaming them? Are you seeing them as the problem? And Nicole, we talk a lot about a victim state. A lot of us have been through really rough stuff and you and I, We know this from experience. Our lives have not been smooth and easy, but it it is easy at times to get into a little bit of a victim state and see the circumstances around us as the problem, the cause of our unhappiness. And as long as we continue to see the problem as outside of our control, as this stuff has happened to me, it's made me unhappy, I can't help it. We're going to stay stuck there, aren't we? We are. So we actually get to choose how we feel and that then determines how we show up, right? So even in the face of those circumstances, because look, let's face it, there's a lot of stuff in our lives that are completely out of our control. Uh, This is the reality that we can stay really firm and, and whole in that to say, I can choose how I feel even with all of these things happening around me. And that completely changes how I show up with others. So if you find yourself complaining, this is is one of the bad behaviors that comes from not being happy. Are you blaming? Are you criticizing other people? Are you constantly finding yourself thinking, he should have done this or she did this or she should have done this and shooting over the people in your life? right? That's a, it's a real symptom of you not being happy and not taking that personal responsibility for your own happiness. So we're going to talk a lot today about this personal responsibility. And one of the things that comes up every time we write an article or we put content out, even in my book, I talk about how you have to be responsible for your own happiness. We get people who say, but, but I've got depression. I've got chemical depression. It's out of my control. I'm trying to choose to be happy and I can't. But we always say then you've got to be responsible for the uh, what you do about that, that you seek out some help. 
And and we've both been with clients where, you know, we've continued to say, if that's the case, let's get you to a doctor. Let's get you the help that you need. And at least we have to be responsible for that. Yeah. And the other thing is, even if you are facing that chemical depression, or even if you're not, if you don't have new skills and tools to actually implement that's different from last time you tried, you're not going to do better. You know, the, the tagline for Relationship Radio is, once you know better, you can do better. And that's because every single one of us, regardless of where we are in our life and what we're looking at, what we're facing, what we're growing through, we need to be in a position where we're constantly acquiring new skills to adapt and change so that we're actually responding better to life and people. Oh, that's a perfect explanation for that. So let's talk for a few minutes about four of the common reasons that people aren't happy. The first one we identified is really low self-esteem and and it's truly at its heart, it's the fear of failure, the fear that you might not be good enough. And all of us battle that fear to some degree on a daily basis. So we know that's in play and that, that often drags us into feeling unhappy. We've done a whole radio show on how to beat the fear of failure. And so if you can feel that it's your fear that you're not good enough that's the cause of a lot of your unhappiness, we want you to go back and listen to that Human Behavior 101 call. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the behavior of low self-esteem is constantly looking left and right and saying, hey, other people have it easier than me. Other people have a better life than I do, right? A lot of people engage in that kind of behavior, Kim. The second reason that you may be experiencing unhappiness is you might just be disappointed that your life isn't the way that you should it should be or the way that you thought it was going to work out. Now, a lot of us set expectations and and when they're not fulfilled, we can feel pretty bummed, pretty disappointed, right? So this is actually the fear of loss and we did a whole show on that as well. So go back and listen to Human Behaviour 102, which is fear of loss. The next thing is, is are you a person who's either worrying about the future or stuck in the past? We see this so much with our coaching clients. Yeah, this is often a huge cause of unhappiness is shame or guilt or regret over things that happened in our past that we now have no control over. We can't change. So focusing on them and letting them continue to make you feel unhappy every day is so pointless. But it's easy to let our subconscious programming drag us there. And same with the future. And I I think a lot of us have anxiety or even depression, feeling like our future is is unknown, scary. All these bad things could happen. And we could literally ruin today and be unhappy all day today because of things that might or might not happen in our future. Yeah. And the final reason that you may be experiencing unhappiness is maybe there's a benefit or a payoff of you actually being unhappy. If you're grumpy at home, do you get a lot of attention? Are you one of those people that goes out to lunch with the girlfriends and you've got the saddest stories at the table and so all the attention's on you? Now, again, a lot of this behavior is not always conscious, but but that's something to really be honest with yourself about and say, am I actually getting some kind of payoff, an attention-seeking behavior, or do I feel important, or do I have people who respond and give me extra attention, phone calls, visits as a result of what's going on in my life. That's hard one to accept, Kim, but it's definitely something that we want our listeners to be challenged by. You're right, Nicole. It's a little bit ouchy to have to own, but pay attention to how often you tell your sad story. 
how often do you post things on social media about how rough your life is and it's so hard and things have all gone wrong again? And and if, if you're posting that kind of comment on a regular basis and you find yourself telling those stories to a lot of people, you really might be getting that subconscious payoff where there's a benefit, right? You're getting that sympathy, love in return. And, and that's a, a really big one to see, even though it might be a little ouchy to recognize. And sometimes it might just be that you're dominating conversation. Do you find yourself when you're talking to other people, you keep making it and bringing the conversation back to you and your sadness? Now, a lot of us have this behavior. It's hard to, to think about and hard to admit, but they're, they're really some of the things we want you to think about because today in the show, we're going to give you a lot more tools about how to actually break this cycle of unhappiness and how to really accept responsibility. So stay with us here on Voice America. You're with Relationship Radio and today we're talking happiness. We'll see you after the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book, called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Nicole and Kim on Relationship Radio today, and we're talking about happiness what makes us unhappy and how to get happier and how that can 
really positively affect our relationships. Um, before we jump back in, though, I want to take just a second and thank our show sponsor, Now CFO. They are amazing to not only support our show, but they are our accountants, too, and have really saved us. And this morning, we actually had an SOS call with, with with our um, CFO that we that we work with um, at Now CFO and just went, Andrew, we need help. And he called us straight back and, and he fixes all of those problems and saves us from those problems. He really does. Yeah. And I love having uh, that CFO on call, but I only have to pay for what I use. The time that he spends with me, isn't that awesome? It is. So whether you've got a business small or large, we highly recommend that you look into now CFO for your accounting needs. Absolutely. All right. So we want to jump back in here talking about happiness and two of the, the I think, the biggest things that you can do to become happier. So the first, we mentioned last segment a little bit about the fear of failure and how it is often really the root cause of why we're not happy in our life. We're, we're not happy with ourselves because we're really deeply afraid that we might not be good enough. And Nicole, I believe every person on the planet is battling that fear to some degree every single day. Would you agree? I agree. And I think it's triggered as soon as they open their eyes and they put their phone on and they start on Facebook. Right? How many millions of people across the world get online every morning and they're still in bed and kind of coming into the day and they're like, oh, I'm not in Disneyland with my family or I didn't just get a raise or I didn't just open up a new business or I didn't just have that final child that I really, really wanted, right? And that's where it starts. It's like, hang on. I, I, I'm not getting what I want. I should, it should be better. I should be in a place where I'm happier, right? Because their life looks happier than mine. Yeah, I've had a lot of clients I've actually recommended they get off social media, get off Pinterest. You are never going to be that mom, and it just makes you feel like crap to look at all those crafty Oh, yeah, those cakes? Yeah, like the cake you made last Christmas that that no one could eat. Oh, it was the ugliest thing we've ever seen. It was, yeah. It was the perfect Pinterest fail, and I have to tell you that it was so bad that the dish and everything went into the trash. It was totally unrecoverable, and thank goodness it didn't change my value. (laughs) Okay, so we got to get into that. You're previewing a little bit the solution. We we have a very unique solution to help people who are battling a lot of fear that they're not good enough. And and our solution is different because it's based in changing a very underlying foundational belief that you have that you probably don't even realize you have. But it is the real reason that you're afraid you're not good enough. And that belief is the idea that human value can change. It can go up and it can go down. And because you believe that, that it can go up and down, and you believe if you could just lose weight or make more money or do better. Or make the nice Pinterest cake. Yeah, or make a better Pinterest cake. Then (laughs) your value would go up and you could finally feel good about yourself. But you also believe every mistake takes away from your value and makes you less than other people. So we have found that if you will change that underlying belief and decide that for you, all human beings, every single one on the planet has the exact same value. And it's an intrinsic value that you can't lose. You can't earn more of it. You can't lose any of it. No matter what you do, you're still going to have the same value as everybody else on the planet. It is life-changing. 
And maybe, Nicole, you can tell a few ways that we apply that just in daily life. Yeah, so the big thing is, is that every single one of us is internally has been playing this subconscious game of keeping score. If I can make that cake and if I can get the kids to school on time and if I can have my kids all ready for church with their patent leather shoes and their perfect pigtails and I can you know, earn more money and I can move into that suburb that I want to, right? These are the things that we keep a tally and a score on us versus the world. So we perceive that if once I get there, I'm going to have made it. I'm going to be happier. Things are going to be better. I'm going to finally have been okay in the world, like all those other mums and dads out there and those other executives that I want to be like. So what we have to do is we actually have to take the scorecard out. We've got to be responsible for our own happiness and we've got to say those things do not affect my value. Where I am right now is exactly where I'm meant to be, that I'm whole and happy right now. And those things, if they come into my life and definitely I can work towards them, they're bonuses that they don't make me a better person. They don't increase my self-esteem, my intrinsic worth or my value. So we always say to our clients, this is a really important parenting tip as well, that if your children win the soccer game or they lose the soccer game, it doesn't change their value. So we start actually validating performance and effort instead of that scorekeeping at the end. Now, Nicole, you and I do this at the office all the time. Every time I do something stupid, which happens on a fairly regular basis, you're quick. The minute I do something or I trip in public, you say, oh, well, at least that didn't change your value. And we both laugh. But but that kind of practice is exactly what it's going to take. You making this the language in your home all day, every day, that nothing about our appearance, our performance, our property, what other people think of us, none of it changes our value. And we have a lot of people say, well, this sounds so simple, I can't, and yet I don't feel like I could buy it. And it just takes practice, doesn't it? It's something you got to work at all the time. And you'll be surprised a few months down the road how much less fear you have and how much happier you actually become. And this is a really important skill to then develop for your relationships, Kim, because if I can actually drop scoring myself on this invisible scorecard, I then don't hold everybody else accountable in their in my life to invisible scorecards as to, you know, my, my spouse didn't bring me a coffee this morning or he didn't fill up my car with petrol or he still hasn't mowed the lawn and I asked him to, right? And that then takes away from his value. So there's a really beautiful gift in this, Kim, that if I can adopt this, this new value for myself, I can also give it to other people. But the only way I do that is to actually drop the judgment. So it makes me more loving towards myself, more self-accepting, and it also gets everybody else off the hook so they're not going to be disappointing me constantly and I can love and show more compassion to them. So it's a really beautiful tool for improving relationships just as much as making me feel happier in my life. Yeah, I think you and I both agree this might be the single greatest thing that you could do to change how you feel about yourself and your life is to make all human value unchangeable. It's it, so simple, but it is so powerful. And it shifts us out of conditional love into into unto that unconditional love that I think we're all aspiring to, that unconditional self-acceptance of, our, of, of ourselves and then also that unconditional love of others. So beautiful stuff. Okay, so one other thing that we highly recommend that you do has to do with getting rid of the fear of loss. And this is really what makes us unhappy about our life. Anytime life isn't turning out the way we wanted it to, 
we are having a loss experience. So if you've got a, a spouse that isn't being kind to you, if, if you've lost money, if you lose your job, whatever happens, if, if life doesn't meet your expectations, then you're in loss and you get depressed and discouraged and unhappy and jealous and sometimes bossy and controlling, trying to make the world be what you want it to be. So we believe the second greatest thing you could do to change your happiness is to actually decide to see the universe and everything that's going on and showing up in your journey as being for you, not against you. Now, there's going to be some of our listeners that are already in a level of defense. We see this. We speak all over the country. And when we present this fear of loss and the solution to that, the, the arms become crossed and the legs become crossed, the body language shifts as to hang on. You can't tell me that what happened in my life is okay and you haven't walked in these shoes and I'm justified to be just as angry and disappointed and I'm I'm totally ripped off because and, and you don't know what happened to me right we get that all the time a lot of us live in this justified mindset of a victim mentality and really the only cost is to ourselves, right? It not only becomes poisonous for ourselves on the inside, but it becomes toxic in all of our relationships. So yeah, really bad stuff happens to people all the time and to us included. This does not discount the bad stuff that happens, but even within that stuff, we have some choices to make. Kim. So Nicole, I, I always thought I've got some stuff street cred with suffering because of I've been through some rough stuff but one of my heroes is Viktor Frankl and he's got major street cred when it comes to suffering right he survived the concentration camps in World War II and and one of the amazing discoveries he made sitting in that concentration camp was he he started to ask himself is it just random bad luck that life has dished up this experience to me or is there purpose and meaning in it? Am I supposed to be here for a reason? And he pondered and pondered this for a long time. And at the end of the day, he decided there's no way to know which is truth. And so where that leaves us is that we have the power to choose a perspective. And we have found that if we encourage our clients to choose to see everything that happens in their life as they're to serve them, to teach them something, to make them stronger, wiser, that those experiences are actually there to benefit you. You don't experience as much loss. You feel better and you're happier. Yes, this is about getting in trust with the journey that whatever I'm dished, and I think of Australia and the waves, right? Some waves are little small ones and you can jump over them and others you just get dumped on the sand, right? And you feel like, you know, the chiropractor as you're standing up. Sometimes life can be like that. Having that perspective of trusting whatever wave comes next is the one that's there to make me stronger, to help me grow and to improve in some way, completely shifts my appreciation of the ocean, Right. So I want to appreciate my life with a bigger perspective to say I'm here to grow. I'm here to love. I'm here to serve. And so I'm not a victim at all. I just have to prepare myself and stand up and be stronger for whatever next wave is coming. So, Nicole, a quick trick, because we like to give usable skills and tools. Quick trick to change your perspective is to take every experience that you say, why did this happen to me and change it to why did this happen for me? Yeah, that's magic. That's gold right there. Awesome. All right, well, stay with us here on Relationship Radio on Voice America. Next, we're talking worry. You're here with Nicole and Kim. 
elevate your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call Now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Kim and Nicole on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. And today we're talking about happiness, and we would love to hear from you. If you've been listening to the show today and you've got some questions for us, we'd love to have you call in. Um, Nicole, we, we ended our last segment talking a little bit about fear of loss and all the fear of things that could go wrong in our life. And I really believe one of the biggest reasons that a lot of us are unhappy comes down to worrying too much. We worry and stress about everything. And so I think we should talk a little bit about how to get out of worry. Yeah, so worry is something that we do of the past and the future. So we we call it anticipatory anxiety when it's about the future, right? And we call it uh, often guilt, resentment, or being stuck in the past if it's the past. Now, if you haven't taken the 12 Shape Relationship Survey yet on our website at 12shapes.com, you're going to want to do that because there are some of us, Kim, there's 12 different types of people in the world. And there are some of us that just are plagued by this worry more than others. And I have to tell you, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm an arrow and I 
I know that this is a really big thing that I have to work on because I tend to live a little bit too much in the future. So I find myself going there and then find myself freaking myself out, going, what if this happens? What if this happens? So if you're like me and you think, yeah, worry is a big thing, you're going to want to go to 12shapes.com, take the relationship survey, work out what shape you are. Now, let's get into some solutions around worry, Kim. Okay, so the first one we want to recommend is that you remind yourself every day that worry actually doesn't do any good. It it never means that we're not going to have problems tomorrow. All it means is that we're going to rob today of our joy and happiness. And I, I sometimes have clients imagine that their life is a journey around a mountain. And so every step of the way, you can't see what's around the next corner. It might be good. It might be bad, Nicole. And, and matter of fact, you need to work on this because you are a worry wart. I am. <laughs> I am. So what you got to decide every day is because tomorrow is unknown, you might as well assume it's going to be good and then enjoy today than to assume it's going to be bad and ruin today. Because I want to be prepared. That's the big thing, right? I want to anticipate because I'm a problem solver. But the problem is I don't know what problems I need to solve. So the whole thing's pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're a planner. And there's a big difference between planning and worrying. You can plan from a place of trust and love, right? Knowing that the universe is always conspiring to serve you and you're okay. A plan from there. Go ahead and make the plans, but don't make them fear-based to make today miserable. So that takes me into the second thing we can do around worry, which is do something, right? If there's something to be done, go ahead and do it. Procrastination is of the biggest reasons that we worry. People who sit and wait till later, people who, and I, I feel totally qualified to do to talk about this one, Kim, because I'm not a procrastinator. I get things done right now. I, I drive you crazy in our work life. A little bit. Yeah, because, bit. because of lists saying this has to be done so that this doesn't happen. So if, is there... Is there a moment in what it is that you're worrying about where you can say, actually, there is something I can do today. I can stay focused on achieving that today, which means I'm one step closer and then there's going to be less worry as a result. So uh, I'm looking at the in the mirror on this one because I could not sleep last night. I was up half the night thinking about things. And the, the question I finally realized I need to ask myself, is there anything I could do about this right now? And there isn't. It's the middle of the night. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of issues going on, but I can't do anything about them right now. And and we've got to learn how to stay present and deal with what is right in front of us and not add on to it all these things that may happen in the future that we really have no control over in this moment. So we've got to be grounded. And, and this is where we've actually got to write down often on paper, what can I do and what can't I do today? And then if there's something that can be done, go ahead and do it. If there isn't, then go back to point one, which is don't rob the joy of today worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. Awesome. Okay, so the next one we want to talk about to make you happier and get out of worry is literally choosing an optimistic viewpoint about things. And I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, right? And I know you are too. Mm. We talk a lot about how we we could spend all day scared about where where the future is going to go. Will we, our business make it? 
But we've realized there's great power in choosing to believe that good things are coming your way because you are literally more likely to attract great people and opportunities when you're in an optimistic state, where if you choose to walk around all day with this cloud of pessimism and worry around you, you literally repel opportunities and people away from you and you literally create what you were afraid of. So the big behavioral trait here, Kim, is actually complaining, right? Or talking about things negatively. Oh, I hope this works. And gosh, at Christmas this. And, you know, and we find ourselves doing it. So being super accountable about the words we speak over our lives and over other people. So I'm, I've been blessed with a special needs child, Kim. And I have to tell you that for the first few years of her life, I was in a lot of worry. What's going to happen? And what about her future? And is she ever going to reach all of her potential? And, and I had a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of tears. I've been super accountable to that the last four years to say she's thriving every day. Every day is easier than the next. She's going to step into all of her potential. I'm attracting people who can see her beauty and her brilliance. And it's changed my entire home environment. Nicole, I want you to share a little bit about the giant risk that you took leaving your home and moving to a a different country about a year and a half ago. And there's been a lot of opportunities to be afraid and not be optimistic. And I've watched you employ all kinds of techniques to keep you in in a trusting and optimistic state. Share a little bit about that experience of coming here and what you've done to stay optimistic. Yeah, so Kim and I actually met speaking at a conference in Delhi, India. Um, And then I went back to Australia, packed up our life in six weeks and moved across the world from Australia to Utah. And in that moment, the whole thing could have actually, you know, turned into a nightmare, just even that decision. And we didn't have a place to live. And you arrive in a new country with four suitcases and, you know, with a special needs child in tow and... And there's so much unknown, but I just had to, in that moment, really trust that knowingness in part of part of me that believed that life could be better and easier. Now, it wasn't just a business decision, um, you know, of us creating 12 shapes and, and really birthing this incredible people science and bringing it to the world, but it was also a, a true belief and investment for my special needs daughter, right, that things were going to be better, that that. Uh, opportunities and people were going to come to us that we didn't have uh, access to in Australia. So every day, I mean, you talk about, you're asking me to share, what do I do? Every single day, I see it as a 24-hour cycle that I'm totally present in right now. And what do I do? And you know that my life is very highly dominated with work, with CrossFit and with being a mum. And so those three things are, are really just the the anchor points of me being in a positive mindset and, and being totally in and accountable to choosing and putting out good stuff. So I speak positive words over my kids. I keep myself really balanced and healthy. I love my work with you. And I just been really clear about what I will and won't allow into my life. I've watched you listen to a lot of inspiring, optimistic, hopeful things. You 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 take the time to make sure everything you're exposed to is helping you to stay in that optimistic state. Yeah, so we don't watch television. I don't listen to, you know, radio or anything like that. I listen to well, Wayne Dyer. relationship radio. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I listen to heaps of great stuff on Voice America Empowerment Channel, right? Heaps of that stuff. And I, I spend a lot of time on vision boards and affirmations and speaking words of light and love into my family so it's it's good but it's work optimism makes a difference though it It really does but you've got to commit to it every day all right so uh, another 
suggestion that we have, and I think this is a really usable technique, I call it putting the worries in the worry closet. And so this is actually one I employed last night in the middle of the night. Um, But if you've got some big issues that are just on your mind all day, every day, and it's taking your attention away from the people in your life, your relationships, showing up at work, worries can really get in the way of, of us functioning all day long. So I have imagined this closet in my head where I can take all the worries and put them in the closet and shut the door and lock it. Now, I know they're still there. But I'm not dealing with them right now. They're in the closet. And I like to set aside maybe a half an hour at night that I will allow myself to unlock the closet, go in there and see if there's anything I could do about any of it and take some action, deal with what's in there and then shut it again. So that advice is going to be really powerful for diamonds, arrows and ovals. So of all of the 12 shapes, those three shapes are really plagued by worry. So that's a great visual. And that that self-discipline to say, right, I'm going to give it, it a few minutes today. And then after that, it's over. Such a powerful thing for those shapes who really find themselves being there dominantly, even not by choice. Love that. Okay, one other one that we recommend to clients all the time is to focus on solutions because often we become so focused on the big problems in our life that we can't even see any solutions. So we recommend some really fantastic brainstorming and writing down every possible solution that you can think of. We challenge our coaching clients that they have to come up with 50 solutions. They have to keep brainstorming until they get 50 And if you can't do that on your own, then you need to bring somebody in, okay? Because um, finding a new solution is often getting new knowledge. So whether that is through just a friend, through having your spouse try and work on something together with you, reaching out to a coach and, and getting new skills from listening to relationship radio, reading books, you know, you've got to be be hungry for new skills and new perspectives in order to create new solutions, Absolutely. Okay, one more I want to fit in before we've got to go to a break is the idea that fear and worry is a choice. Now, I know a lot of clients are resistant about this idea. I can't help it. I've got all these problems. Worry, I'm not choosing it. It just is here. But we really do believe in this moment. And it's only in the present moment that you have the power to choose how you're going to think and feel. But you absolutely have that power right now to choose to trust that things will be okay and to set the worries away, put them in the closet and focus on love towards yourself or other people. You do have the power to do that. And if you continue to stay in a victim place and deny that you have the power to choose your way out, you will never experience happiness because the answer lies in claiming that you do have the power to choose your attitude. So this is really important for our listeners who are saying, But my most unhappy reason or the reason I'm unhappy in my life is because of my relationships, right? Because if if that relationship was better or if my work relationships were better. So, So within every relationship, if you choose to be happy, you choose not to worry, you're already doing work to improve that relationship by not being a victim to it. Oh, that's so good. So good. 
So happiness is your responsibility. Eliminating worry is one of the ways that you can be accountable to your bad your bad behavior that shows up not only in your the way that you feel every day for yourself, but also how you show up in your relationship. So it's so important that we start actually implementing and being accountable for these new behaviors. So Nicole, one little exercise that I'll often have my clients do if they think they're they're making their happiness the their spouses or, or someone in their life's responsibility is I want you to just imagine that that person has passed away and that they are no longer in your life and you are on your own. What would you be doing for yourself and your life to live more happy? I, w- I loved it. My clients sit down and really figure out how they would live if they owned all the responsibility for their happiness. And it's amazing. All of these c- great things that they would be doing. And those are the very things that we need to be doing now. So now's the time to get into making those changes. We've got to make a break, but you're here on Relationship Radio with Nicole and Kim. Stay with us because we're going to be talking more about happiness. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my team to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're here with Nicole and Kim, and we are talking about happiness today and how happiness affects your relationships. Because the bottom line is, if you're not a happy person, it's not fun to be married to you (laughs) or to have you in my life and to be around you, right? All our relationships are better when we're happy. No one likes to live with a whinger or a complainer or someone who's grouchy. That's the American term, grouchy to be around or irritable. So what are you doing for yourself to make sure you're not that person? Because it's up to you. So I have to tell you a little trick that I have. I love the scare videos from Ellen, right? So I get on YouTube. If I find myself being in any of those low vibrational emotions where I'm feeling grumpy or, you know, things haven't gone right today, I'll get on there. And I have to tell you, it's hysterical. It makes me such a bad person. I feel terrible admitting this on radio, but watching other people get frightened is hysterical. (laughs) And I'm using that as a tool to be accountable to say, switch your mood out. So I also noticed when you first came to America and things were pretty scary. They had a lot of worries. It it was rough. You used to watch those Michael McIntyre. He's a comedian. He's a comedian. And if you haven't watched his stuff, you got to get on YouTube. It's hysterical. You literally split a gut laughing so hard. But, But we took responsibility for the fact that we needed to cheer ourselves up. And we needed some of that humor in our day and brought that in. Um, and Nicole, I remember when my husband and I first got married, I I set a goal for myself that I want my husband to always say that it's fun to be married to her. I, I thought that is the highest compliment for somebody to just love to be married to you. And I honestly used to collect jokes. I would I would look for a funny joke. Because you're an arrow. You're so, you're so invested in I'm making it. I'm going to solve yeah, the problem. That's yeah. great. For sure. But I would wait until, you know, we're in bed and he's about asleep. And then I would tell him this funny joke that would just crack him up. Um, I want to be married to you. You're (laughs) super fun. Well, there are a lot of ways that we can choose to be fun and happy every day. And I think a lot of us don't really realize it's a choice. I I had an app for a little while. It was kind of a mental health app I was playing with. And every morning when you woke up, the app would ask you to rate your mood and enter in the app if you're sad, if you're in between, if you're happy, if you're ecstatic, right? And, And I realized... Well, you shouldn't just wake up every morning and go, how do I feel? Hmm, okay, let's just accept whatever that is. You should choose. You should put it on a statically happy every day and then live that because happiness is a choice. So I bet there's mums out there who are listening thinking, goodness me, when was the last time I was a fun mum? And I have to tell you that as a single mum, working mum with a, you know, a big career of a special needs child and homeschooling, this it's it's sometimes challenging for me to be the fun mom because I just need them to do their reading and writing and I need them to finish the project and do their piano practice. But this is something that I really consciously work on. Tell them about the donut runs. Oh, okay. So one of the choices I made once we got here to America, because donuts are such a big thing here and we were really uh, getting into the American culture, is I would make a decision to be the fun man. And one of the ways I did it is I used to jump on my kids at five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning and say, let's go and get donuts. Now, the first time I have to tell you, my my kids looked at me as if to say, mom, you have truly lost it this time. Like you are crazy, but okay, great. We're going to get dressed and put your hair in a ponytail and we're going to go down and get donuts. And it sounds crazy. And we all had a nap in the afternoon, right? But it made, it was fun. It was spontaneous. And I have to tell you the amount of times I've listened to my girls say that to their friends. I said, mom wakes us up. My mom's crazy. She wakes us up at five o'clock in the morning and takes us for donuts. 
Now, just those little spontaneous things, and you might be listening, like, you're crazy. It doesn't have to be 5 a.m. But what are you doing to mix up the energy in your home, right? Because you're totally responsible for that as a mom, as a dad, to create that environment your kids love to be in. So what are you doing? Oh, I think being a fun mom, that it makes everybody in the house happy when mom's fun and happy. So what does that look like for you? Does it mean turning on fun music? I mean, if I have to clean the house, I want fun music and I want to dance around the house. I actually bought some of those slippers that have a mop thing on the bottom of them so I could literally dance my kitchen clean. And I actually posted a video on YouTube years ago of me dancing the kitchen clean, which was kind of embarrassing, but it just cracked my kids up. They just love it. They love it when we're crazy. They do. One of the things I do is I take an extra loop around the roundabouts. Is that the American word for it? Yeah. Yeah. And so they expect me to just to do one and I'll just go until they notice and I'll keep going around and around. Now, obviously, I don't do this peak hour, <laughs> right? But And they're like, Mom, you, you need to leave the intersection now. I'm like, oh, do I? Oh, thanks for reminding me. You know, little things like that that just can mix it up. And it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. But you really are responsible for that energy in your home. Right, So we have to make happiness an achievement every day. So can we just adjust that mindset for all of our listeners to say, what is it that you can do and are you willing to do to adjust this mindset to say, I have one goal today and that's to be the happiest I can be so that then I'm going to invest and have all that happiness pour out of me and into all those people that I have to nurture, that I love, that I care about. And what are you going to do? What are you going to change this week from listening to us today here on Relationship Radio to actually be happier in your life? So I know we're going to have people out there that say, well, you guys don't understand how bad things are. And and we get that. And and there's there's validity in that. If you're suffering from depression, you really may have a harder road to choose your way into happiness. But I, I always bring back Viktor Frankl and, and sitting in that situation one of the things he's most famous for is the quote that says the one of the the last of the human freedoms that no one can take away from anybody is the power to choose our attitude in any moment. And guys, we have to own that we have that power. That's 90% of the ball game in how happy you are and how uh, healthy your relationships are is if you're claiming the power to be responsible and choose how you're going to feel in every moment. We have to start doing that or we're, we're giving our power away. So that's our challenge for you and it's a challenge for us for every single day. How are we going to change our experience by actually choosing the state you want to live in? Now, if you haven't taken the 12-shape relationship survey yet, you want to get on to 12shapes.com and see the qualities that are you at your best because there's a balanced and an unbalanced state. So jump on there and take the relationship survey. It's going to give you a lot of insight as to what your happiness behavior looks like and feels like which is then going to help you to reach into this state every day and actually see happiness as an achievement. So, Nicole, another little exercise we recommend to a lot of our clients is to start a bucket list. Now, a lot of people, when they make a bucket list, they only end up with about 10 things on it. When we assign this to a client, we want 150 things on the bucket list. And the reason is we want you to live life big 
to the fullest and have all the joy and all the fun possible. And if you only have 10 things on your bucket list, you kind of think you have lots of time to get to them. But if you have 150, you better start today, right? Living. And, and we really encourage you, especially if life has been rough and unhappy and hard, that you jump in and grab it by the horns and create the life that you want to live. So that's your homework for this week from Relationship Radio. Get onto your bucket list. You've been with Nicole and Kim. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this show has been valuable and really got you thinking about how you can actually be happier and achieve that this week. Join us next week where we're going to be talking about inappropriate relationship behavior. Talk to you then. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but will join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.